What is going on, everybody? It's just Jimmy Lennon here today on another podcast uh, with sports and gaming. Um, there was pretty much a lot of material that happened over the weekend, <laughs> especially since of it being the Super Bowl weekend uh, with a lot of the commercials, a lot of games, and of course, the halftime show. <laughs> it definitely was one for the books, that's for sure, especially with the fact of the Rams and the Bengals, how they played. Going back and forth, and I knew it was gonna be a tight game. You know, I didn't think it was gonna be some kind of blowout by any by any means. Um, but it was going back and forth. I mean, you know, you had the Bengals coming in there in the beginning, you know, making you know some slightly errors. It wasn't a lot of flags that was thrown, at least not until towards the end of the game itself. Uh, especially a lot of it being towards the Bengals. I know the Bengals at least twice the first quarter happened to for whatever reason decided that they wanted to run the ball, or at least when it came to first and like the fourth down, a little close to the first down line, but I guess they wanted to take it and didn't work out. And so then it happened to open the door for the Rams to go ahead and be like, hey, you know, <laughs> you know, we turn over on downs and they were closer to get the touchdown. So that happened to them the first quarter and then it happened to them towards the end, especially when the game was very tight, where they could have probably tied the game off of it just a field goal but instead they were just like you know what let's try it again <laughs> and with a defense especially the defense like the rams as if it hasn't which wasn't shown in the game it was shown throughout the season even last year in previous years the rams defense was always solid <laughs> with aaron donald in the mix and then you throw in von miller jalen ramsey even though jalen ramsey got some of the passes kind of snuck past him a little bit you know, um, not more than at least twice. But um, when it came to Aaron Donald, though, this man was on a mission. I mean, he said it the other week when it came down to the time of them in the championship for their conference. They he was pretty much saying, you know, he wants to go and get that ring. And that was on his sole duty. That was his mission. And this man, you, you, you wouldn't believe it when you actually sat there and this man literally took Joe Burrow. He was and he was that close to get into the first down line too. This man grabbed him, hugged him tight, and just like new, <laughs> just wheeled him back like he's a fish. You ain't getting closer to that first down mark. And just after that one right there, you know they they pretty much secured the victory after that point. Me personally, I think he should have been the MVP just because of those saves like that one. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Donald was going in there just saving them left and right just from not trying to get any get that offensive lineman or anybody even further down the touchdown mark um then they gave it a cup and cup definitely you know he picked it up especially after when odell beckham jr got injured even though odell got a touchdown um and then some sometime after he happened to get that injury uh cup actually stepped up and secured a lot of the touchdowns at least a lot of yardage that was passed from uh, stafford so yeah <laughs> so it could have went left three different ways i mean stafford he could have probably got it too but nah, i would have definitely said cup or aaron but to me it would have been aaron in my personal belief but you know as always with these uh awards they usually there's only one person really <laughs> so in that case that that's that's kind of what they ended up just doing and just giving it to cup you know all i don't know i'm pretty sure aaron was like yeah you can have to have that i mean it's all right what he really wanted was that ring <laughs> that was on his mind i mean that was just a little bonus if you haven't get the trophy but 
any means necessary to get that ring. So, um, and again, this team throughout the season, but through all the picks and whatnot, this is the team of any team out of that entire league had much to prove for what they were doing throughout the year was them. You know what I'm saying? It would have been a bust if they lost, even if it was at the Super Bowl, honestly. But I give it to Joe Burrow and them. Honestly, they gave them a run for their money. It wasn't like they blown out or it was just here by accident. I'd be lying if I said that I expected them to come there because I didn't. <laughs> you know, the only ones that probably did were the fans. So, you know, uh, but they proved it to us. And they will be back. They will be back probably next year, if not further down the road. If they keep playing the way they were playing, you know what I'm saying? They, they will be back again. They'll be back again. So, you know, it, it was just, it was amazing. It was an amazing game. And then on top of that, for entertainment-wise, you know, you're talking Dr. Dre, you had Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick up there. And then a big surprise, of course, was seeing 50 Cent, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, after when Snoop and Dr. Dre was playing uh, next episode and uh, California Love, too. So, you know, he and he came out there was, um, in the club, singing in the club. And I was like, 50? What? <laughs> you know, because you saw the five headliners, but you didn't expect him. I was like, whoa. And he got everybody jumping up there, just dancing with them like that. And then you had Anderson Pac up there as well on the drums, too. So, I mean, which made sense, you know what I'm saying? If I'm going to have anybody drummer wise, if it ain't um, him. So, you know, <laughs> you know, this is, that's the crazy part about it, you know. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that's, that's, that's what happened. So you had him as a drummer. And like I said before, if I had anybody else, if I had him as a drummer, it would be Travis Baker or Travis Barker. Excuse me. I said Baker. <laughs> Travis Barker. <laughs> He's one of my favorite drummers as well from Blink-182. So but that that's just how that happened from there as well. And um, it was it was fun. It was great. You know what I'm saying? You had Kendrick in there hyping the crowd up. You had Mary J. Blige coming in there singing Family Affair and No More Drama. You know, both great songs, too, as well, too. And then you had Eminem up there singing his song to Lose Yourself. And it just, it was just fun. You know, it was great. Everything presentation-wise was great and he got it hyped up. So, to me, this will be definitely a Super Bowl to remember, for sure. <laughs> I mean, sure, the 13, 14 minutes long of that entire Super Bowl, it, it wasn't enough. We all know this. I mean, you're talking all five of them with a lot of hits, Throwing, you even threw in 50 in the mix too as well. He, you, you got more hits on the, on his end too as well. So, you know they they could have had literally a concert. I'm I'm just saying this. They honestly could make a concert out of that. All five of them, if not six. Come on now, that'd be tough. That'd be sold out crowds everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But that's up to Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? But he at least was able to show off his image. And show off his imagery of what he wanted to do for the Super Bowl. And that was great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, it would already start out anyway because you had so many celebrities out there watching this game anyway. Especially where else would it have been at L.A.? <laughs> so, and then of course that was for the commercials. They were good. There were some good ones. There were some good ones with the Doritos and the Cheetos one. That was pretty good. You know, it was pretty good. You saw a lot of, if anything, if it was if it was just not me. You saw a lot of... You know cryptocurrency commercials <laughs> whether it was lebron james talking to his past self before he was about to go into the league when he was playing in high school which that was cool uh you had that you had a guy larry 
who was doing um, the FTX commercial. That was pretty good. Yeah, there was a lot of good commercials too as well. I mean, you just had a lot, a lot of that. So it was, it was, it was unique. It was unique. It, it was interesting. It was good. It was good. So, but that was just my little small recap of what happened that weekend. I mean, of course, I know probably a lot of people had a lot more take on that as well. But it pretty much that was my summary of how I saw the game as well. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. No blowouts. See, again, so, something on this type of stage here, you don't want any blowouts. That's the biggest thing you don't want is any blowouts. So it was pretty good in my book. <laughs> but moving on, um, still continuing with sports. We also this weekend, back to back weekend, should I say, is big sporting events. You had last week with the Super Bowl. And this weekend, you have the NBA All-Star Game. And as always, if you've been following the NBA All-Star Game for years, they're always going to have at least the entire weekend, if anything, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of different events. Such as Friday, they actually gonna do the Celebrity All Star Game today, and you know around seven o'clock on ESPN, and that's gonna be great. And it was always entertaining just seeing the celebrities partake into the Celebrity All Star Game, especially over at the location that it's at. It's pretty cool. It's pretty unique. I mean, I know last year we didn't have it, um, just because of the whole thing with COVID. So, because um, I don't recall it being there last year, but they still had the three point contest and the. You know, skills challenge and the slam dunk contest and, of course, the all-star game, which, by the way, again, for the skills challenge, three-point contest and the slam dunk contest, that is going to be on Saturday and then you have the all-star game on Sunday. So, you know, again, you're going to have back-to-back-to-back amount of events to look forward to and it is going to be exciting. I mean, for the celebrity all-star game, you might recognize people like Nigel Houston, skateboarder, porcelain, one of my favorites, for skateboarding reasons, too, but he's also an Olympian. <laughs> So he was going to be in there. Um, you also you see Quavo, which usually is usually a main staple for the last couple Celebrity All-Star games, just because of the fact that this man can actually play basketball. <laughs> this man can ball, right? But you might see people like Machine Gun Kelly, uh, Matt James, if for anybody who follows The Bachelor. Um, so he's there. And then you're talking to Miles Garrett from the Browns, which makes sense, right? It's, it's in Cleveland. <laughs> it's in Cleveland. So Tiffany Haddish, Jack Harlow. You know, you got a lot of you got a lot of celebs coming in there, and of course, you're gonna have both coaches of um, Walton and Dominique Wilkins going in there just as the coach for the game. So this gonna be pretty cool. And then later on tonight as well, you're gonna also have the Rising Stars Challenge, which a lot of times those are just basically the how I probably put it as your your freshman and sophomore year into the NBA league. You're gonna have those star players coming in there, especially for their rookie year and then the second year obviously again the sophomore year going into the game but this time it's a little bit different because in the past usually we try to do like team usa versus the world which is basically just players that came from international locations that are playing in the nba and then they you know do it for the um they do it for the for the team you know team usa of course just for ones that were actually nationally born in the u.s so um, you have you have that, <laughs> but in this case here this year around, you're gonna have t- sort of like a tournament bracket almost, and they're all divvied up in teams. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like 28 players total. You got 12 rookies, 12 sophomores, and four members of the NBA G League, which is pretty neat, right? And they're all mixed together in four different teams. So you have four different coaches of Rick Barry, Gary Payton, 
Isaiah Thomas and James Worthy as the coaches. And they're all going to have mixtures of talent that's going to be up there as well that you might recognize, such as like with, T, um, with Team Barry, you have Kay Cunningham, you have Evan Mobley, and then you're talking about Isaiah Thomas's team, which you have Precious, and then you have um, Anthony Edwards, then you have Isaiah Stewart, you know, Gary Payton's team, you have Lamalo Ball, Devon Mitchell, even though I think I believe he's hurt from what I heard, so I think they're going to have a replacement for him. And then you have, you know, Worthy, which you have Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs, just to name them. So, you know, and Jalen Green. So that's just, that's just, that's just a name, a couple people from different teams. And so that is, that's pretty interesting. So, you know, they all going to have to say it will be, you know, a race to 75 points, basically. Um, so it would be games one and two will be played until a team reaches 50 points. Game three will be played until a team reaches 25 points. So um, that's kind of what that is. And that's the race to 75 because of the 75th anniversary season. <laughs> so but it's going to be pretty much like kind of like what the All-Star game is going to be. They're going to each game will play to the final target score. So pretty much it's going to be whatever the combined score is. And then bam. You know, you're just going to keep playing until you get to that total amount. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, so I'm intrigued by what they're going to do with that. Um, mix it up a little bit. So that's, that's going to be pretty cool. And you're going to have a lot of rookies that you probably recognize, especially a lot of the rookies that have been balling out here this season, especially getting into the league. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun to look forward to. So that one comes on on TNT instead of ESPN. Usually that game usually always comes on TNT. Um, they never really have it both on the same thing for ESPN. So, and plus a lot of the All-Star games anyways on TNT. So I think pretty much the Celebrity All-Star game is the only game that's on ESPN. Everything else, TNT. So it's always been like that for years. But uh, for the skills challenge though, going on to Saturday, you're talking about pretty much having three different teams here, I guess, to represent the skills challenge. You got the team Rooks, which is team rookies, such as Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Jaws Giddy. Team Cavs, big surprise. <laughs> you have three different players representing the Cavaliers. You have Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley. So that's that's a pretty good squad. And then you got Team Antetokounmpo, <laughs> which should be self-explanatory because in fact that you only have the three brothers, Giannis, Alex, and Donis. So that's going to be interesting. <laughs> All, all three of them being tall anyway so that's gonna be very cool to see that happen so that's gonna be a very interesting unique way of them doing that as well and then you have the three-point contest as well which you have the list of cj mccullum trey young zach levine desmond bain carl anthony towns fred van fleet luke Gennard, and patty mills and respectively i can't disagree with some of those um three-point shooters you know what i'm saying i know steph did it last year too so i mean you probably could have got steph in there again but he, probably, he i'm pretty sure he probably was ass and he's like eh, now nah, i'm gonna sit that one out <laughs> even with seth you know what i'm saying so but you know you look at patty mills definitely for sure fred Fanfleet. this man be shooting from long distance too he's a he's a sleeper and of course you have trey young in the mix too so trey young doing that too is no brainer so um yeah so and I keep on forgetting sometimes. Carly Towns can shoot them threes too as well. You know. So again, it's just it's a different type of era that we live in where, you know, you have big men that 
usually tend not to shoot threes just because of that height and they usually focus on their just overall physical strength and getting the rebounds dunking layups pretty much pretty much protecting the area of the paint itself you know what i'm saying uh nowadays you see people like joel and b shooting threes out there and a lot of times when we say no he actually lands them <laughs> sometimes he even lands them more than the actual wing shooters themselves sometimes but that's just the state of the air that the games are played nowadays so it's it's interesting <laughs> it's interesting so but yeah it's not bad but here comes the part with the slam dunk contest though i'm not disagreeing with obi toppin i think everybody can agree a lot of times when they show new york knicks on tv and especially when they have obi on the court a lot of times if they've given them the opening to do that they usually would take the dunk and plus he did it before too so but you know that made sense but in this mix, I mean, I don't know about for Jalen Green, per se, especially since he plays on the Rockets and they don't show the Rockets as much just because they're trash. <laughs> they're bad. Um, I'm not saying he can't dunk or anything like that, but, you know, out of this mix, the person I was thinking that they should put in here, within a doubt, was Gary Payton II. <laughs> I mean, the man kept dunking. I mean, he's a high flyer anyway for the Golden State Warriors, so he was definitely, if anybody, if it wasn't Obi Toppin, would have been him. You know, just him flying in the air. And I guess I wasn't the only one that was voicing that one, too, as well, because everybody was saying the same thing. And I was like, yeah, why why didn't you put Gary Payne the second in there? You know what I'm saying? Now they're probably going to put him next year. <laughs> but I'm looking like, I don't know. That's that's kind of an odd odd feeling there. You know what I'm saying? Nicole Anthony, yeah. But you have, you know, Gary Payne's teammate, Juan Anderson. <laughs> You know Juan Toscano Anderson in the mix for that. I'm like, eh, I would have had just Gary Payton in there. So we'll just we we'll see we'll see. Uh, you know, usually a lot of times for me I'm optimistic about it, but they should have really put Gary Payton in the mix for that. But that's just me. That's just me in a nutshell. <laughs> but that is the list and roster for the game. And of course, you got for Sunday, you have the All Star game. So, so that should be very, very, very interesting to do come there. And that's, you know, they have, of course, they have a couple of things on Sunday as well. They have the NBA Lenses Awards, but that's on NBA TV. And then they got the G League next game, next gem game, excuse me, on there at two. But other than that, you know, pretty much the All-Star game starts at eight. So, yeah. So it should be very interesting. It should be very fun. <laughs> So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But that's pretty much all I got right now in terms of sports, in terms of basketball, and in everything that's going on with football. Actually, I think it, probably a quick thing too as well in going into baseball since we're all getting into baseball season. Um, they pretty much delayed, from what I've heard, the spring training to the beginning part of March. I believe it was March 2nd. If I'm not mistaken, correct it. Because, you know, there's been some things going on about the lockout and everything going on the MLB. And... It's not not looking too pretty good for the um, for that because they've just been going through a lot of stuff, you know, in terms of you know protesting and everything like that. So, but everything else, they just they've been going through a lot of stuff right now in there, um, especially negotiations and everything too within the players' association for MLB. Uh, but it's going to start around March fifth. Is that's what it was? I thought I was thinking March second, but it was March fifth to be correct. And yeah, so 
which usually a lot of times, I mean, usually baseball starts obviously in March, but they usually kind of start maybe this first, second week of March. But because um, usually a lot of times they have the spring training out a little bit earlier than that. Because a lot of times they either go down to Florida or they go over there near, uh, I think it was Arizona, I believe, was the other um, location as well. So that, that's been going on over there as well. So keeping them posted, of course, as always, about them will be that's going on with them. But as of anything else for sports related, that's about it. You know, you got the you got football that's over for the season. You got basketball that's still continuing and baseball is about to start up. So, you know, looking interesting to it. I know the XFL, though, <laughs> the XFL, though, I know that's still a thing right now. Um, haven't heard much from it, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to start at some point. Um you know, of course, The Rock had it and everything, you know, brought it out and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, keep that posted as well whenever that starts back up again. But anyway, that's all I got right now for sports. On for the next episode, not next episode, excuse me, but <laughs> on the next part of this episode, we're going to pretty much talk about gaming a little bit, uh, and especially some news around here that pertains to cyberpunk and kind of intertwining some gaming and movies together and my take on that type of error that we're about to get into in a little bit so stay tuned what's going on everybody it's just jimmy lennon here today on another podcast uh, with sports and gaming um, there was pretty much a lot of material that happened over the weekend, <laughs> especially since of it being the Super Bowl weekend, uh, with a lot of the commercials, a lot of games, and of course the halftime show. <laughs> it definitely was one for the books, that's for sure. Especially with the fact of the Rams and the Bengals, how they played, going back and forth. And I knew it was going to be a tight game. You know, I didn't think it was going to be some kind of blowout by any, by any means. Um... But it was going back and forth. I mean, you know, you had the Bengals coming in there in the beginning, you know, making, you know, some slightly errors. It wasn't a lot of flags that was thrown, at least not until towards the end of the game itself, uh, especially a lot of it being towards the Bengals. I know the Bengals, at least twice, the first quarter happened to, for whatever reason, decided that they wanted to run the ball, or at least when it came to the first and, like, the fourth down, a little close to the first down line, but I guess they wanted to take it and it didn't work out. And so then it happened to open the door for the Rams to go ahead and be like, hey, you know, <laughs> you know, we turn over on downs and they were closer to get the touchdown. So that happened to them the first quarter and then it happened to them towards the end, especially when the game was very tight, where they could have probably tied the game off of just a field goal. But instead, they were just like, you know what? Let's try it again. <laughs> and with a defense, especially the defense like the Rams, as if it hasn't, which wasn't shown in the game, it was shown throughout the season, even last year and previous years. The Rams defense was always solid. <laughs> with Aaron Donald in the mix, and then you throw in Von Miller, Jalen Ramsey, even though Jalen Ramsey got some of the passes kind of snuck past him a little bit, you know, um, not more than at least twice. But um, when it came to Aaron Donald, though, this man was on a mission. I mean, he said it the other week when it came down to the time of them in the championship for their conference. They 
he was pretty much saying, you know, he wants to go and get that ring. And that was on his sole duty. That was his mission. And this man, you, you, you wouldn't believe it when you actually sat there and this man literally took Joe Burrow. He was, and he was that close to get into the first down line too. This man grabbed him, hugged him tight, and just like, new, <laughs> just wheeled him back like he's a fish. You ain't getting closer to that first down mark. And just after that one right there, you know, they, they pretty much secured the victory after that point. Me personally, I think he should have been the MVP just because of those saves like that one. <laughs> I mean, Aaron Donald was going in there just saving them left and right just from not trying to get any get that offensive lineman or anybody even further down the touchdown mark. Then um, they gave it a cup. And cup definitely, you know, he picked it up, especially after when Odell Beckham Jr. got injured. Even though Odell got a touchdown, um, and then some sometime after he happened to get that injury, uh, Cup actually stepped up and secured a lot of the touchdowns, at least a lot of yardage that was passed from uh, Stafford. So, yeah. <laughs> so it could have went left three different ways. I mean, Stafford, he could have probably got it too, but nah, I would have definitely said Cup or Aaron. But to me, it would have been Aaron in my personal belief. But, you know, as always with these uh, awards, they usually, there's only one person, really. <laughs> so, in that case, that that's that's kind of what they ended up just doing and just giving it to Cup. You know, all, I don't know, I'm pretty sure Aaron was like, yeah, you can have, the, have that. I mean, it's all right. What he really wanted was that ring. <laughs> that was on his mind. I mean, that was just a little bonus if you haven't get the trophy, but any means necessary to get that ring. So, um... And again, this team throughout the season, but through all the picks and whatnot, this is the team of any team out of that entire league had much to prove for what they were doing throughout the year was them. You know what I'm saying? It would have been a bust if they lost, even if it was at the Super Bowl, honestly. But I give it to Joe Burrow and them. Honestly, they gave them a run for their money. It wasn't like they blown out or it was just here by accident. I'd be lying if I said that. I expected them to come there because I didn't. <laughs> you know, the only ones that probably did were the fans. So, you know, uh, but they prove it to us. And they will be back. They will be back probably next year. If not, further down the road. If they keep playing the way they were playing, you know what I'm saying? They, they will be back again. They'll be back again. So, you know, it, it was just, it was amazing. It was an amazing game. And then on top of that, for entertainment-wise, you know, you're talking Dr. Dre, you had Eminem, Mary J. Blige, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick up there. And then a big surprise, of course, was seeing 50 Cent, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, after when Snoop and Dr. Dre was playing uh, next episode and uh, California Love, too. So, you know, he and he came out there was, um, in the club, singing in the club, and I was like, 50? What? <laughs> You know, because you saw the five headliners, but you didn't expect him. I was like, whoa. And he got everybody jumping up there, just dancing with them like that. And then you had Anderson Pac up there as well on the drums, too. So, I mean, which made sense, you know what I'm saying? If I'm going to have anybody drummer-wise, if it ain't um, him. So, you know, <laughs> you know this is, that's the crazy part about it, you know. So, you know what I'm saying? So, that's that's... That's what happened. So you had him as a drummer. And like I said before, if I had anybody else, if I had him as a drummer, it would be Travis Baker. Or Travis Barker, excuse me. I said Baker. <laughs> Travis Barker. <laughs> He's one of my favorite drummers as well from Blink-182. So but that that's just how that happened from there as well. And um, it was it was fun. It was great. 
You know what I'm saying? You had Kendrick in there hyping the crowd up. You had Mary J. Blige coming in there singing Family Affair and No More Drama. You know, both great songs, too, as well, too. And then you had Eminem up there singing his song, too, Lose Yourself. And it just, it was just fun. You know, it was great. Everything presentation-wise was great and got it hyped up. So, to me, this will be definitely a Super Bowl to remember, for sure. (laughs) I mean, sure, the... 13, 14 minutes long of that entire Super Bowl. It, it wasn't enough. We all know this. I mean, you're talking all five of them with a lot of hits. Rowan, you even threw in 50 in the mix, too, as well. He, you, you got more hits on the, on his end, too, as well. So, you know, they they could have had literally a concert. I'm, I'm just saying this. They honestly could make a concert out of that. All five of them, if not six. Come on now. That'd be tough. That'd be sold out crowds everywhere. You know what I'm saying? But that's up to Dr. Dre. You know what I'm saying? But he at least was able to show off his image and show off his imagery of what he wanted to do for the Super Bowl. And that was great. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it would already start out anyway because you had so many celebrities out there watching this game anyway, especially where else would it have been at LA? (laughs) So, and then of course, that was for the commercials. They were good. There were some good ones. There were some good ones with the Doritos and the Cheetos one. That was pretty good. You know, it was pretty good. You saw a lot of, if anything, if it was if it was just not me, you saw a lot of, you know, cryptocurrency commercials. <laughs> Whether it was LeBron James talking to his past self before he was about to go into the league when he was playing in high school, which that was cool. Uh, you had that. You had a guy, Larry, who was doing um, the FTX commercial. That was pretty good. You know, there was a lot of good commercials, too, as well. I mean, you just had a lot, a lot of that. So it was, it was, it was unique. It was unique. It, it was interesting. It was good. It was good. So, but that was just my little small recap of what happened that weekend. I mean, of course, I know probably a lot of people had a lot more take on that as well. But it pretty much that was my summary of how I saw the game as well. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. No blowouts. See, again, so, something on this type of stage here, you don't want any blowouts. That's the biggest thing you don't want is any blowouts. So it was pretty good in my book. <laughs> But moving on, um, still continuing with sports. We also, this weekend, back-to-back weekend, should I say, is big sporting events. You had last week with the Super Bowl. And this weekend, you have the NBA All-Star Game. And as always, if you've been following the NBA All-Star Game for years, they're always going to have at least the entire weekend, if anything, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, of different events. Such as Friday, they're actually going to do the Celebrity All-Star Game today. And you know, around 7 o'clock on ESPN. And that's going to be great. And it was always entertaining just seeing the celebrities partake into the Celebrity All-Star Game, especially over at the location that it's at. It's pretty cool. It's pretty unique. I mean, I know last year we didn't have it um, just because of the whole thing with COVID. So, um, because I don't recall it being there last year. But they still had the three-point contest and the, you know, skills challenge and the slam dunk contest and, of course, the All-Star Game. Which, by the way, again... For the Skills Challenge three-point contest and the Slam Dunk contest, that is going to be on Saturday, and then you have the All-Star game on Sunday. So, you know, again, you're going to have back-to-back-to-back amount of events to look forward to, and it is going to be exciting. I mean, for the Celebrity All-Star game, you might recognize people like Nigel Houston, skateboarder, porcelain, one of my favorites, for skateboarding reasons, too, but he's also an Olympian. <laughs> so he was going to be in there. Um, you also you see Quavo, 
which usually is usually a main staple for the last couple celebrity all-star games just because of the fact that this man can actually play basketball <laughs> this man can ball right but you might see people like machine gun kelly uh, matt james if for anybody who follows the bachelor um so he's there and then you're talking to miles garrett from the browns which makes sense right it's, it's in cleveland <laughs> it's in cleveland so tiffany haddish jack harlow you know, you got a lot of you got a lot of celebs coming in there, and of course, you're gonna have both coaches of um, Walton and Dominique Wilkins going in there just as the coach for the game. So this gonna be pretty cool. And then later on tonight as well, you're gonna also have the Rising Stars Challenge, which a lot of times those are just basically the how I probably put it as your your freshman and sophomore year into the NBA league. You're gonna have those star players coming in there, especially for the rookie year and then the second year obviously again the sophomore year going into the game but this time it's a little bit different because in the past usually we try to do like team usa versus the world which is basically just players that came from international locations that are playing in the nba and then they you know do it for the um they do it for the for the team you know team usa of course just for ones that were actually nationally born in the u.s so um you have you have that <laughs> but in this case here this year around you're going to have t sort of like a tournament bracket almost and they're all divvied up in teams you know what i'm saying and so it's like 28 players total you got 12 rookies 12 sophomores and four members of the nba g league which is pretty neat right and they're all mixed together in four different teams so you have four different coaches of rick barry gary payton isaiah thomas and james worthy as the coaches and they're all going to have mixtures of talent that's going to be up there as well that you might recognize such as like with t um with team barry you have kay cunningham you have evan mobley and then you're talking isaiah thomas's team which you have precious and then you have um anthony edwards then you have isaiah stewart you know gary payton's team you have lamalo ball Devon Mitchell, even though I think I believe he's hurt from what I heard, so I think they're gonna have a replacement for him. And then you have, you know, Worthy, which you have Cole Anthony and Jalen Suggs, just to name them. So, you know, and Jalen Green. So that's just that's just that's just a name, a couple people from different teams. And so that is that's pretty interesting. So you know, they all gonna have to say it will be, you know, a race to seventy five points basically. Um, so it would be games one and two will be played until a team reaches 50 points. Game three will be played until a team reaches 25 points. So, um, that's kind of what that is. And that's the race to 75 because of the 75th anniversary season. <laughs> so, but it's going to be pretty much like, kind of like what the all-star game is going to be. They're going to, each game will play to the final target score. So pretty much it's going to be whatever the combined score is. And then bam. You know, you're just going to keep playing until you get to that total amount. So that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, so I'm intrigued by what they're going to do with that. Um, mix it up a little bit. So that's, that's going to be pretty cool. And you're going to have a lot of rookies that you probably recognize, especially a lot of the rookies that have been balling out here this season, especially getting into the league. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun to look forward to. So that one comes on on TNT instead of ESPN. Usually that game usually always comes on TNT. Um, they never really have it both on the same thing for ESPN. So, and plus a lot of the all-star games anyways on TNT. So I think 
pretty much the Celebrity All-Star game is the only game that's on ESPN. Everything else, TNT. So it's always been like that for years. But uh, for the skills challenge, though, going into Saturday, you're talking about pretty much having three different teams here, I guess, to represent the skills challenge. You got the team Rooks, which is team rookies, such as Scotty Barnes, Cade Cunningham, and Jaws Giddy. Team Cavs, big surprise. <laughs> you have three different players representing the Cavaliers. You have Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley. So that's, that's a pretty good squad. And then you got Team Antetokounmpo. <laughs> which should be self-explanatory because in fact that you only have the three brothers Giannis, Alex, and Dinas. so that's going to be interesting <laughs> as all, all three of them being tall anyway so that's going to be very cool to see that happen so that's going to be a very interesting unique way of them doing that as well and then you have the three point contest as well which you have the list of CJ McCollum Trey Young, Zach Levine Desmond Bain Carl Anthony Towns, Fred Van Fleet, Lou Gennard, and Patty Mills. And respectively, I can't disagree with some of those um, three-point shooters. You know what I'm saying? I know Steph did it last year, too. So, I mean, you probably could have got Steph in there again. But he probably, he, I'm pretty sure he probably was ass. And he was like, eh, now I'm going to sit that one out. <laughs> Even with Seth. You know what I'm saying? So, But, you know, you look at Patty Mills, definitely, for sure. Fred Van Fleet. This man be shooting from long distance, too. He's a... He's a sleeper. And, of course, you have Trey Young in the mix, too. So, Trey Young doing that, too, is no-brainer. So, um, yeah. So, and I keep on forgetting sometimes. Carly Towns can shoot them threes, too, as well. You know? So, again, it's just it's a different type of era that we live in where, you know, you have big men that usually tend not to shoot threes just because of that height. And they usually focus on their just overall physical strength and getting the rebounds, dunking, layups. Pretty much... Pretty much protecting the area of the paint itself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, nowadays, you see people like Joel and B shooting threes out there. And a lot of times when we say no, he actually lands them. <laughs> sometimes he even lands them more than the actual wing shooters themselves sometimes. But that's just the state of the era that the games are played nowadays. So it's, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting. So, But yeah, it's not bad. But here comes the part with the slam dunk contest, though. I'm not disagreeing with Obi Toppin. I think everybody can agree. A lot of times when they show New York Knicks on TV, and especially when they have Obi on the court, a lot of times if they've given them the opening to do that, they usually would take the dunk. And plus, he did it before, too. So, But, you know, that made sense. But in this mix, I mean, I don't know about for Jalen Green, per se, especially since he plays on the Rockets and they don't show the Rockets as much just because they're trash. <laughs> they're bad. Um, I'm not saying he can't dunk or anything like that, but, you know, out of this mix, the person I was thinking that they should put in here, within a doubt, was Gary Payton II. <laughs> I mean, the man kept dunking. I mean, he's a high flyer anyway for the Golden State Warriors, so he was definitely, if anybody, if it wasn't Obi Toppin, would have been him. You know, just him flying in the air. And I guess I wasn't the only one that was voicing that one, too, as well, because everybody was saying the same thing. And I was like, yeah, why why didn't you put Gary Payne the second in there? You know what I'm saying? Now they're probably going to put him next year. <laughs> but I'm looking like, I don't know. That's that's kind of an odd odd feeling there. You know what I'm saying? Nicole Anthony, yeah. But you have, you know, Gary Payne's teammate, Juan Anderson. <laughs> You know, Juan Toscano Anderson in the mix for that. I'm like, 
Uh, I'd rather have just Gary Payton in there. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, you know, usually a lot of times for me, I'm optimistic about it. But they should have really put Gary Payton in the mix for that. But that's just me. That's just me in a nutshell. <laughs> but that is the list and roster for the game. And, of course, you got for Sunday, you have the All-Star game. So, so that should be very, very, very interesting to do come there. And that's, you know, they have, of course, they have a couple of things on Sunday as well. They have the NBA Lenses Awards. But that's on NBA TV. And then they got the G League next game, next gem game, excuse me, on there at two. But other than that, you know, pretty much the All-Star game starts at eight. So, yeah. So it should be very interesting. It should be very fun. <laughs> So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. But that's pretty much all I got right now in terms of sports, in terms of basketball, and in everything that's going on with football. Actually, I think it, probably a quick thing, too, as well, in going into baseball, since we're all getting into baseball season, um, they pretty much delayed, from what I've heard, the spring training to the beginning part of March. I believe it was March 2nd. If I'm not mistaken, corrected, because, you know, there's been some things going on about the lockout and everything going on the MLB. And... It's not not looking too pretty good for the um, for that because they've just been going through a lot of stuff, you know, in terms of you know protesting and everything like that. So, but everything else, they just they've been going through a lot of stuff right now in there, um, especially negotiations and everything too within the players' association for MLB. Uh, but it's going to start around March fifth. Is that's what it was? I thought I was thinking March second, but it was March fifth to be correct. And, yeah, so, which usually a lot of times, I mean, usually baseball starts obviously in March, but they usually kind of start maybe the first, second week of March. But, because um, usually a lot of times they have the spring train out a little bit earlier than that. Because a lot of times they either go down to Florida or they go over there near, uh, I think it was Arizona, I believe, was the other um, location as well. So, that, that's been going on over there as well. So, keeping them posted, of course, as always, about the MLB that's going on with them. But as of anything else for sports related, that's about it. You know, you got the you got football that's over for the season. You got basketball that's still continuing and baseball is about to start up. So, you know, looking interesting to it. I know the XFL, though, <laughs> the XFL, though, I know that's still a thing right now. Um, haven't heard much from it, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to start at some point. Um you know, of course, The Rock had it and everything, you know, brought it out and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, keep that posted as well whenever that starts back up again. But anyway, that's all I got right now for sports. On for the next episode, not next episode, excuse me, but <laughs> on the next part of this episode, we're going to pretty much talk about gaming a little bit. Uh, and especially some news around here that pertains to cyberpunk and kind of intertwining some gaming and movies together and my take on that type of error that we're about to get into in a little bit so stay tuned